This episode is brought to you by Mountain Sea Media. I spend half my life near the Pacific Ocean and the other half in the mountains. These places are full of profound stories and experiences that guide my life even now as a media creator and beer professional. This is what gave birth to Mountain Sea Media, the stories that impact our lives and give meaning to our business. Stories share good experiences in the warmth of friends. They improve business by sharing these experiences and connecting deeply with our customers. If you'd like to connect better with your customers through copywriting and storytelling, contact me at jeremy at mountainseamedia.com. It's your story. I'll help you tell it. Welcome to episode 51 of Good Beer Matters. people know more about beer, they will ask for better beer. We have many, many kinds of, of ingredients, fruits, uh, herbs, and many things, and just a few breweries that are experimenting with, the, with these uh, ingredients. For me, the term Mexican beer conjures great memories of tacos, the beach, and delicious pale or dark, malty, crisp lagers brewed south of the border. Although it's not native to Mexico, the style is well known throughout the world to be refreshing and easy drinking. As the craft beer movement expands like a wave throughout the world, Mexico's craft beer revolution is gaining some momentum and disrupting the status quo. But well-crafted beer isn't much without people who can discern what is noteworthy from the average. My next guest is a Cicerone and beer educator dedicated to teaching people the finer points of tasting and pairing beer in Mexico one sip at a time. Although Mexican craft beer is still emerging, with his help in the years to come, the term Mexican beer will take on a whole new meaning. My name is Jeremy. I'm a certified Cicerone, BJCP judge, IBD certified brewer, and a beer writer. I believe the art, the science, and the culture of beer has more of a profound effect on us than we realize. I believe there's a world of wisdom found in every glass, and I intend to get to the bottom of it. This is Good Beer Matters. These are the stories of us, of great food and the beer that brings it all together. I hope you enjoy episode 51 of Good Beer Matters with certified Cicerone and beer educator Richie Castro. Of course, I've done a podcast talking about um, uh, some uh, aspects of beer in Mexico before, but that was uh, kind of a different scenario. Uh, I, I really wanted to talk to you uh, to learn more about what's happening in the interior of Mexico, um, and, and especially about craft beer and Cicerone and beer education. So thank you for coming on to the podcast. Uh, thank you to invite me. And well, uh, anything you want to know, uh, I will do my best to answer those uh, questions. And well, thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. Um, uh, um, please, Let's start out with, uh, will you please introduce yourself to uh, anyone listening and and tell us a little bit about your history and your background in, in uh, craft beer in Mexico? Well, um, my name is uh, Ricardo Castro, and I started uh, Story Beer about seven, eight years ago. Uh, I started uh, learning uh, about beer with some uh, courses, uh, homebrew, but I had um, the, the I wanted to know more about it. And well, I studied um, a, a, a diploma is about beer. It's it's called um, Asociación Mexicana de Sommeliers. I studied there okay. about one 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 year, and well. I finished the the study, but I I didn't feel uh, comfortable with with that. I I need to to learn about uh, more. So then uh, the BJCP uh, came to Mexico, and I studied uh, a, a little course about uh, my road to to BJCP. And well, I I stood there, and then I do the the, the exam. 
for a beer judge, mm-hmm. and I, I I started to to learning more about beer. I entered a, a few competitions, and well, I I get a little bit more comfortable uh, talking about uh, about beer, giving some advices uh, about beer. I brew also, and I had a a micro brewery, a very microbrewery and well I experiment there so that's um, I, I the things that I like to do talk about beer and well share my my knowledge about it and I know in Mexico there's a, um, a lot of uh, persons trying to know more um, more about beer and well services uh, services in beer is a topic that people are starting to uh, aware that is is um, that y- you should know about it and how to serve beer and that's why I start to study for the season certification. And, and so, what what began the interest in people wanting to learn more about beer in in Mexico? Well, uh, it started to um, uh, pop up some uh, breweries and, and, and many beers. And, well, uh, people start to think about, well, if you if we have uh, just some uh, beers that we, uh, like industrial beers, and then appears uh, other, uh, other kind of beers, they start to... to question about it and then uh, well uh, we we need to to talk about beer that because of the, well sorry um let, let me uh, rephrase it again uh well uh, people started to aware about beer and there's an uh, many kinds of, of of beers and well in mexico because of the the two biggest breweries that we have, like Modelo and Cuauhtémoc Moctezuma, mm-hmm. uh, we just know just uh, uh, two beers. We call it Clara and Oscura, or uh, mm-hmm. Pale and Dark. And we don't know uh, anything else about it. And, well, when you find or start to find it uh, another beers of or craft beers, uh, people start to to ask about it, why this beer tastes uh, different than the beers that I used to drink all of my, my life. And, well, that's the, uh, the, the beginning. And, well, interest, the interest of the uh, people start to growing. And, well, that's why I, I thought about it. And, well, yeah, I have to, to learn more in, in order to... Uh, share with other people the knowledge and, well, the, we have a better uh, comprehension about beer. And, yeah, of course, we, we have to um, better enjoyment uh, about beer. Now, and um, and I want to get back to you talking about becoming a uh, certified Cicerone in Mexico and becoming a, a beer educator as well. But um, before we do, um, I've I have uh, heard from other people and read a few articles that talked about um, not only is the craft beer scene in Mexico um, really starting to get going, but uh, but not just beer, but with uh, wine from Mexico and and other and other type of beverages. Can you tell me more about all that happening? Yeah, well, in in Mexico, uh, the Wine culture is uh, a little bit uh, bigger than 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 beer, or also about I know tequila and mezcal start growing uh, too much in in Mexico, and well, um, because of we have the the culture about tequila and mezcal, uh, people start to thinking about it, and well just try to to drink a little bit more about these these uh, beverages mm-hmm. and well 
and is is start growing in in Mexico about the knowledge about beverages. Uh, time before, people just drink it, and well, they or we uh, drink it uh, like cocktail. And fortunately, uh, right now we are start to um, seeing the the beverages like like they are. Um, I don't know if I'm if I'm clear about it, but we start to drink it and enjoying the taste. The, the the beer per se are are people just the, 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 are people just sorry. paying more attention to the flavors and the um and more of the the artistry behind um creating just better more flavorful uh beer wine tequila mezcal yeah people start to learn about the the, the flavor and the characteristics and that's uh, is, is growing, and I, I think uh, the persons that, that are interested on are um, young people about I don't know 25 to 30, 40 years. They are more uh, interested mm. uh, about beverages. Okay. The uh, basically the the generation that has grown up with social media and the internet, and and just have a better access to global knowledge, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, the, the the that kind of of uh, person are um uh, they they want to know more about beverages hmm. or, and not just beverages and the the whole experience about. Uh, meal or food and and wine and mezcal beer. Excellent, excellent. Um, so then, uh, how did you um, how did you decide to or tell me about your process of, of uh, studying to become a certified cicerone and then becoming a beer educator? Because I, I know it wasn't all that long ago that. Um, Cicerone announced that they were going to have all of their uh, testing and inf- information in Spanish, uh, and 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 I I believe that opened up a lot of uh, countries in in um, Latin and South America and Spain and and other places as well. Will you will you tell us that story? Yeah, of course. Well, uh, 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 sorry. Um, le- after no, before I studied about uh, BJCP, uh, I I knew a little bit more about Cicerone, and well, I studied uh, the the program, and then I realized that there is is very important to have the knowledge about service, and well, Cicerone uh, has it, and well. I, I have to 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 learn more in order to share the, this knowledge with with people. Then uh, I I knew that system uh, certification will be in in Cerveza Mexico. Cerveza Mexico is a festival, or the biggest uh, Latin American festival about beer. And well, there will be the, the certification, the exam. And well, I studied to to took it, and it was uh, three years ago that I did it the the certification. And well, I did it very uh, uh, well. I got the the certification. Well, after I um, the the I did the exam. Um. I want to to share about the about beer to the to other people. Then I talked to the to the manager of Cicerone in Latin America, and I, I told him that I want to to be part of of the Cicerone trainers. And well, he came to Mexico to do the the Brisabe boot camp and the uh, of flavors course mm. he invited me uh, to see the, the the courses 
And then he talked uh, uh, talk to me and he, he told me that um, I did a, a pretty good job. Then uh, they tried to look uh, a person to, to, to train people in Mexico because the culture uh, uh, was growing too, too fast. And he told me that he want that uh, he uh, that I I will be the the, the trainer in in Cicerone, in Mexico. Is uh, that was uh, two years ago. Que un gran oportunidad! What a great opportunity! Yeah, it was a big opportunity, and yeah, I, I loved uh, to do that because. I've been doing, uh, uh, well, teaching or doing training with other uh, uh, with other breweries. Uh, I, for example, I worked for Beer House. Beer House was uh, a branch of Grupo Modelo. Okay. About craft craft beer, they, they uh, bring uh, craft beer and. They, they they knew that they need a person who uh, needs to to talk about uh, about beer, but with a little bit uh, knowledge more profound. That just took uh, a few characteristics. Then mm. I, I I started to uh, training there, and well, with with the time, I I start to knowing more persons that work in, in other breweries, craft breweries, Mexican craft breweries. And, well, I share my, my interest uh, about, uh, about training. And, well, I share this, uh, these activities with, uh, with Cicerone. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and, um, so as craft beer and the, and the interest in better beer in Mexico increased, um, so naturally you, you pursued getting your certified Cicerone, you began teaching for Cicerone, um, and, you know, uh, uh, where do you uh, where do you go to teach? Do you go all over Mexico? And who do you teach? Is it just professionals? Is it people looking to become a Cicerone or a judge like yourself? Ah, okay. Um, well, the trainings in Cicerone, um, they took they told me that are going to be in we're going to be in just in Mexico City, but there are. Uh, persons that knew about Cicerone and asked me if I can uh, do the training uh, outside the city. And well, I talked to, to Chema, he's the, the manager uh, in Latin America, and he told me that it, it would be great because the, the knowledge or uh, the interest about Cicerone and the topics that Cicerone covers are getting um, are getting stronger uh, outside outside Mexico City so I, I do it uh, some sometimes outside outside the Mexico City hmm. and well I I train people not just in the not just professionals the season uh, program just uh, well Talking about uh, the first level, beer server um, is for everybody. People that want to know more about about beer and well, enthusiasts about uh, about beer. Person that uh, waitress, uh, waiters, waiters, um, person that are um, in in a bar or manager about in 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 bar. Uh, is is um, that's why the first level exists. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I if I was uh, clear with, with perfectamente. The explanation. See, si, perfectamente. Uh, the, and and just to recap, that first level. Uh, what, you know, I got my first level of cicerone uh, just working at a brewery as bartending, 
and the goal is to ideally know more than most of your customers so that you can truly be a guide and make intelligent decisions and 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 hopefully uh, I, I keep hearing this uh, story over and over again uh, to be able to taste the beer coming out of your taps and diagnose if there's a problem yeah the, the first level is uh, very important uh, for people that works in beer but also people that consume beers because I think uh, if people know more about beer, they will ask for better beer. So places and breweries um, must um, must do better beer without off flavors or I don't know the the bars or brew pubs. They have to to know about how to handle beer. Uh, so I, I think it's like a, a circle and. We, we, we uh, all the persons that are involved in in, in beer, mm-hmm. we are going to push the 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 there are going to be better beer in Mexico. Especially, yeah, well, especially yeah. because you know uh, Mexico has a. Uh, culinary tradition of food that is beyond world famous. It, it's it's in. Uh, I'm I'm a bit biased. I originally grew up in Southern California, and so Mexican food is is you know one of the best you know culinary traditions out there. Um, uh, but then you know, of course, people also know uh, uh, Mexico is one of the only countries I can think off the top of my head. That is not one of the the main countries known for beer. Uh, England, Germany, Belgium, um, you know, typically, and of course now the U.S. But uh, Mexico is one of those countries that is not typically associated with creating their own beer styles, but is extremely well known for their style of beer. If that makes any sense, um, and there's an interesting history there of of how Mexico kind of adopted its. Um, major brand or major um, uh, kind of beers that it's known for the the Mexican beers the the clara y the oscura that you mentioned the pale in the dark but uh, can you can you tell a little bit about that history of Mexican beer? Yeah, well, um, Mexican beer. Uh, well, yeah, you 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 told uh, that, and we know it. We don't have uh, a deepest uh, no. Um, Beer culture, and but well, uh, the one of the biggest breweries started um, here in Mexico. I told uh, I talk about Modelo. It was a little uh, a little bit like um, ciento uh, cincuenta años. Uh, I I I forgot the 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 the, the word. Um, one hundred and fifty years ago, mm-hmm. Modelo started. In Mexico, uh, curiously, uh, the the one of the the beer that they brew and also uh, brewing in Mexico is uh, Vienna style, mm-hmm. and is very um, I don't know how to say it. It's um, is uh, we we adopt it as uh, our, our beer and. We 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 uh, brew that that beer because of the influence of of uh, the the absolute uh, empire we had uh, Maximiliano in Mexico and, and well that's uh, he brought the, the the beer culture and then we started to. To brewing beer, but I think the biggest uh, influence uh, in the beer history in Mexico is from United States, and is very recent. Uh, this influence, I start to know about beer maybe ten years ago, but the craft beer 
filter in Mexico started about 20 years, more or less. And, well, yeah, people start to brew uh, different styles, but we don't have the, the knowledge. And uh, just people start to drink it, but you didn't know if the beer was okay or has uh, of flavors. We just uh, know that the beer tastes very different uh, compared with the uh, industrial beers. Mm. And and that's part of the history that that I'm aware of, and I think most people are aware of. Is it was um, in the I believe the mid 1800s uh, immigrants from Vienna uh, moving to Mexico brought their beer tradition, and hence we have. Uh, the the Mexican loggers, but I yep. didn't I did not realize that the craft beer uh, uh, really began twenty years ago in Mexico and 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 that's probably um, my naivete uh, just not not paying closer attention but um, but it but it's it's there now and it's growing and it's big uh, or getting bigger I should say um, uh, how many craft breweries are in Mexico now, do you know? Um, I just have the the, the the number, or the exact number, but breweries that are, are I say, like, legal, uh, I think there are, like, uh, 500, more or less, but there are many more uh, people that... The, that are, are brewing uh, beer, but they are, are like kind of illegal because they not, don't have the the the, the papers. Mm. Uh, but I think uh, legal. I I think it's like five hundred. Well, and when I spoke with uh, uh, Jordan Gardenhire of Baja Brewing, um, he shared with me yeah. that you know he had to go through. All the legal processes uh, and to make sure everything was on the up and up. But he also shared it was way easier to do that in Mexico than it was in the U.S. Not because of any um, bad policy or corruption. It, it, it was just streamlined. And you 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 talk to this one guy and he gets it done. Is that is that more or less still the case? Uh, you uh, have to to get in contact with the with, with authority. And well, let let uh, let it know that you are going to start to to, the, to a business, but it is a little bit difficult because the authority uh, doesn't know about about beer, and you start to to talking with them uh, about the the business and don't uh, really know. Uh, what beer is about it, and well, we don't have a kind of of permission uh, to to brew to brew beer. It's just like a, to to open uh, any kind of business, just to ask the the permission, and well, have to go to to the hacienda. I I don't know how to. Uh, call it in in United States when the, the organism you have to to pay taxes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. We we have uh, state uh, uh, authorities that we have to uh, follow, and then also um, the federal uh, uh, the TTB is 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 one of a couple different authorities that we have to do if if we were to open up a brewery. Um, do you so in Mexico? Do you have to uh, get permission and papers uh, from the state and the country? Yeah, and well, you just have to let uh, know that to the authority that you are going to open a business and just pay your taxes. And I think it's it's just just it uh, that, that you need to to do it. Gotcha, um, but it sorry, but it depends on the on the state. 
every state in Mexico has different uh, different laws. Okay, and, and that's that's very similar to the U.S. Each state has uh, has its own authority over alcohol, uh, and every state uh, does things very very differently. Um, uh, so that's interesting. I, I guess I assumed that uh, in Mexico it would be uh, more federal based, but um, uh, I want to ask you about um, getting uh, ingredients in Mexico. Uh, and you guys are much further south than is uh, typical for growing hops. Um, uh, do you have to, for the breweries in Mexico? Do you have to import hops and and uh, malted barley for beer, or are you guys able to grow that in the in a higher um, uh, higher uh, elevations? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, to brew our beers, we have to import uh, all the ingredients. Um, hops, I, I think, in north of the country, in uh, Tijuana or Baja California, are uh, start to growing. Yeah, a little bit uh, hops. I think they are growing cascade, hmm. but it's just a, a project. Uh, I, I think the the, the hops uh, aren't uh, kind uh, good for beer right now. I I, I think that the project is, uh, uh, is in progress, but we don't have the the the, the climate or the conditions to grow hops and well barley uh, malted barley there are uh, one or two monsters in Mexico City that are, are doing doing that but they are not particularly particularly uh, good so we, we import all the all the ingredients also yeast Okay, so uh, so you are very much in a similar situation as some of those countries um, like uh, American Samoa or uh, even states like Hawaii where y you can't grow the stuff there. You have to import it. Does that make uh, your the beer that you produce there just more expensive? Yeah, of course, uh, because we have to import all the, all the ingredients. Uh, malt yeast, uh, malt barley, or m uh, talking about malt in general. And well, there are uh, a few breweries, our biggest be uh, breweries. So the micro breweries or the small ones, uh, the product is of course uh, more expensive, and that's uh, a thing that is is. Um, Impede uh, to to, to um, sell sell beer um, uh, good prices. Good, good. Um, so then, along with this, um, you know, one of the one of the questions I wanted to ask you, Richie, was about um, if if you have uh, an emerging craft beer industry in Mexico that will eventually start creating some um, new versions of, 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 of Mexican beer styles. Uh, I, I really look forward to seeing, uh, you know, Mexico show up specifically on the BJC uh, guidelines and uh, BJCP guidelines and not just as, as a note or an example of the style. I look forward to seeing Mexico as, as, a, as a region, but we're going to need some uh, styles to emerge. And, and so the question is, are you using uh, different uh, native and local ingredients in your beers as well? And and what kind of styles do you see emerging out of Mexico in the future? Uh, okay. Um, there are some breweries that are using uh, some uh, local ingredients. Uh, but I, I think uh, breweries could do it uh, better because we have many, many kinds of, of ingredients, fruits, uh, herbs, and many things. And just a few breweries that are, are um, experimenting with, the, with these 
uh, ingredients. And well, I think Mexico could uh, brew uh, beers or styles that can uh, could have some fruits because, well, uh, you know that in Mexico we have many kinds of fruits and it, it could be interesting uh, brew beers with with uh, different kinds of, of fruits. I know there is is not uh, so um, I, I don't know how to say it so uh, experimental, hmm. but I I think I can I can do um, many many beers with interesting beers with the endemical uh, fruits that we have. And uh, have you tried um, uh, as, uh, as, uh, I, I, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say it in Spanish, uh, um, uh, probas una cerveza de aguacate? Have you tried a uh, avocado beer? Uh, well, uh, I, personally, I haven't brewed a, a beer, I don't know, with, with avocado, but there are some breweries that are brewing with the uh, avocado leaf, because mm. the the leaf of avocado, it, uh, we know it as hoja santa. Uh, when you uh, pass it with to, um, in a in a pan, it uh, leaves um, it releases uh, aromas mm. and flavors that it reminds you like a little bit uh, spicy, like um, a little bit of clove and um and seed is is a, a very particular uh, this this avocado leaf and there are a few breweries that are experimenting with with this this uh, this leaf ooh me gusta, me gustaría probarlo mucho i would love to try that yeah it's uh, very interesting and well if you want to 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 try it with some food, I think uh, barbacoa oh. would be a great uh, food pairing because it shares uh, the the taste of uh, it's a little bit smoked and spicy. It's uh, interesting to 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 do that. Oh, and and barbacoa is. Just the way it's produced, it just it cultivates so much flavor, and it's so so interesting and wonderful. And 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 uh, yeah, to to utilize that same process in making beer, um, even if you make the beer a, a, a tiny bit savory, just would be incredible. Um, I, I God, I look forward to trying that. Um, do you see? Uh, um, you know, in, in the next, well, I'm sorry, let me ask this. In the next 5, 10, 20 years, what do you, where do you see Mexico's uh, craft beer scene going, if you were to predict? In how many years, sorry? Uh, in, in the next 5 to 20 years, where do you see the Mexican craft beer uh, going? Uh, okay. Uh, well, I think... Mexico will brew uh, better beer because we are starting to uh, aware of the the process. And well, yeah, I think we we are going to have we are going to to use uh, endemical um, ingredients. And why not? Maybe our Mexican style. It would be it would be great to 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 do it like like Brazilians like, uh, the Catalina Sour. Ooh. Well, why not uh, Mexican style in a few years? Uh, so, uh, do you see uh, or what styles do you see? Uh, I mean, so you you mentioned like the um, um, did you say Capoeira Sour or a Caipirinha Sour? I, th I think I just, sour, I thought, like the Bra Brazilian style. Yeah, yeah, that's well, that's we, what I thought you said. But uh, so you see something uh, along those lines from Mexico? Yeah, of course. And what I see in uh, right now in Mexico, we're starting to 
to know more about uh, box uh, lactobacillus, the uh, pediococcus, uh, we start to, to to brew sour beers, and it's getting grow, uh, uh, and it's getting growing too too fast, and people start to to have the the taste uh, about these these kind of beers. Well, and the funny thing is that to me that makes perfect sense because whenever I go to Mexico, uh, you know, I expect it to be warm. I expect to be near the ocean, uh, it, you know, in, in different parts of the Mexico, of course, you know, it, that's not the same, but, um, but it, I expect a warmer temperature. And so I expect a more refreshing beer. I'm not looking for a barrel aged, uh, oatmeal stout. I'm looking for yeah. uh, something, uh, light, a, uh, a uh a, a, a clara or um or you you mentioned like a sour and and i tell people all the time when i talk to them who have never tried a gosa before that to me it's just the beer version of a margarita and on a hot day and in, in warmer climates something refreshing something a little bit sour even if it's a touch salty is just incredible and so for for you yeah. guys to really explore more of the sour and it is just perfect with your cuisine, your climate. That that is excellent. Yeah, I think it is um, the, the 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 style that it would really great in the hot climate. That I think we have we have this kind of climate in almost in the whole country. And yeah, because we have also the the cuisine that we can uh, share some characteristics. Uh, I think it would be great to have more sour beers with particular ingredients that we have in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I have had a, a beer, uh, kind of a sour beer made with uh, prickly pear cactus, and that was, <clears throat> excuse me, that was delicious. Um, uh, another kind of a sub-sub style of beer that I've, um, when I have the occasion to find it, I absolutely love it. And I did not expect that I would, but it was just basically a a simple lager with just a little bit of lime and just a little bit of salt uh, built into the brewing process. Um, and, and that is just a fantastic beer for a, a warm, hot day. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I really, I can't wait to see uh, in the next uh, cinco a veinte años, uh, what happens with uh, Mexican beer? In five to twenty years, what happened with with beer? Uh, you said? Uh, no, that's I, I can't wait to see. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, it. I think it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, I, I think it would be uh, great uh, because. The, the culture is is growing faster in the recently the recent years. I, I think in the last five three years, uh, beer craft beer in Mexico uh, grew very fast. Mm -hmm. Well, and and I've uh, I've also observed in in those countries with a particularly strong culinary tradition and 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 just food that is world renowned when they start making beverages as in this case beer they 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 may be behind germany they may be behind belgium and now the us as far as the quality of producing that beer but when they really come online when they start getting some momentum it's going to be uh, incredible yeah yeah i, I think uh well we would like to have the, the culture that the, the country that you said, but I think we are doing pretty well. And yeah, people are worried about beer and brew better beer. And you start to think uh, that, that, uh, that beer is better than, I don't know, like uh, seven, eight years ago. Mm, yeah. Um, so let, let's let's begin the um, kind of the final question process, uh, Richie. Um, 
If you if you could be the uh, beer king of the world for a day, what would you change? Wow. Um, okay. Um, that, that's a, a good question. What I would change? Mm, I don't know. Mm, it's very difficult. Well, maybe I would change the. Uh, very difficult question. You, uh, you make me think a, a lot. Um, I don't know. Maybe that people um, experiment more with with uh, with different ingredients uh, or endemic ingredients and. No, uh, let let me think a little bit more okay. about this this question. Okay, yeah, well, it's pretty well, difficult. Well, they're not going to get any easier, but because uh, I really like these uh, questions that that uh, kind of are a little bit more philosophical. But um, we'll we'll come back around to this one. Um, if if this was your very last day on on Earth, what would be your last meal and your last beer? Ah, uh, okay. My last meal, of course, um, I would like to have uh, taquitos, uh, taquitos like uh, mm -hmm. taquitos al pastor. Mm. And my last beer, um, I I would have uh, a Munich shell. I love the, the Munich shell. It's a very tasty and refreshing beer. Uh, a Munich Helles. Yeah. Yep. Munich. Yeah. Uh, that is probably my uh, last beer as well. <laughs> okay. Great. That's perfect. Um, uh, do you want to come back around to uh, what you would change in the beer world if you could? Uh, change in the beer. Okay. Um, in, in beer world, hmm. I don't know. It's. Uh, it's quite difficult to think about it. Um, well, um, or is it is it as it should be? Okay. Uh, well, I I think to be that um, you put it very difficult to be. <laughs> so, uh, let me let me think about it. Um, what would I change or do? If I was the king, well, um, uh, I don't really know. Okay, uh, well, we we will pass on that one. I've got a I've got a, another question for you, Richie. Uh, yeah, please. Given given uh, given your experience with beer, um, and and uh, and everything that we've talked about, uh, especially with the culture of Mexico, uh, in your opinion, why does good beer matter? Why does good beer uh, matter? Yeah, well, because first we are paying for something, and well, if you paid, you have to to the the, the a good beer. So that's that's the, the the first thing. The second thing is because the, because of the experience, uh, I, you want to have a good beer with good flavors, aroma. And uh, to grow, to grow the, the experience, yeah. That that's why I think we have to to have good beer. Claro, claro. Um, if anyone wants to uh, connect with you or reach out to you, uh, whether they are in Mexico or outside of uh, the country, how could they how could they get a hold of you? Uh, okay. Well, I have um, an Instagram. Uh, profile uh, is Richie. Uh, how do you say guión bajo? Uh, is the, the I, I don't know how to say it. The uh, the uh, your uh, your Instagram uh, handle. Yeah. The, uh, aren't you uh, Richie uh, or at Richie? Uh, what is that? I've got it on my phone. Uh, at Richie Castro. Uh huh. Okay, I'll I'll put a link in the show notes that that way people can reach out and follow you as well. 
but well, uh, is uh, Richie Castro, Richie Castro S. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, okay. I've got it on uh, on my Instagram because we follow each other, and I'll put it on the show notes as well. Um, okay, okay. Uh, and then, uh, lastly, Richie, do you have any final words of wisdom, anything you want to add to all these questions? Uh, well, uh, I just want to, to add uh, that um, we have to, to study and learn more about about beer, uh, because we have to 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 grow and share better beer to to the people. And well, I think the training is very important in all levels. Uh, doesn't matter if you are a enthusiast or doesn't matter if you are professional. Uh, we have to train every day and. It's very important to me to share the, this knowledge to everybody um, because um, it's it's the way I I um, that I learn more and well the other people um, learn about about beer and it's it's a culture it's a community and we have to to share with each other the, the knowledge. I absolutely agree. And this and this is a very good example of that where you and I are from two different countries, two different cultures. Uh, frankly, we've never met in person, but you and I can have a wonderful conversation talking about beer, let alone having a beer or sharing a beer with each other. So um, I totally agree, and I think that's uh, one of the best parts of our beer culture that transcends borders. Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, uh, Richie. I appreciate you sharing uh, a little bit more about the Mexican craft beer scene, and I really can't wait to uh, see what kind of beers we can taste from Mexico here in the next few years. Well, thank you, Yuri, to invite me. And, well, I, I thank you so much. My pleasure. Take care. You too. I should say, que te vaya bien. Ah, que te vaya bien. <laughs> Salud. Craft beer has recently been challenged by global events. We now have the opportunity to create a new sense of normal. I predict in the years to come, we will see extraordinary progress in beer styles as great culinary cultures like Mexico apply their influence to the beer they produce. Join us in the next episode where we continue further south, then hang a big left to hear from the world-traveling beer writer and certified Cicerone. Good Beer Matters is a show about great beer, great friends, and the experiences we create together. But it's also about better appreciation of the beer you enjoy. I believe better education leads to better enjoyment. So if you're a beer and food professional or even a beer enthusiast, then please subscribe to Good Beer Matters and visit me at goodbeermatters.net. After that, grab a beer, hang out with friends, and let the world open up. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.